to See the Light of Day podcast. I am Andrea Lachey. Come on in. Class is in session. I know there are many of you out there who have a good heart and are looking for love. I want to help you out so you can make wise decisions in these streets. Currently, it is hobo sexual season. Yes, that's right. I said hobo sexual season. It starts around cuffing season and tax season. For all you that don't know what cuffing season is, it starts around October and ends around Valentine's Day. So in February sometime. And it is a time period. Cuffing season is the time period in which single people look for a short-term relationship to help them during the winter season. So basically to have someone keep them warm during the winter. And everybody knows when tax season is. As soon as the year begins to about April, May, that's tax season. So hobo sexual season is around cuffing season and tax time. Why is that important? Because tax time is when you what? Usually get money. And then cuffing season is when what? People are looking for relationships. Just keep that in mind. So what is a hobo sexual? Hobo, H-O-B-O. That's H-O-B-O sexual. So what is a hobo sexual? I looked it up because honestly, I had never heard of this term before, but I've seen this happened before. So I looked up the term and it is a person who gets into a relationship to avoid being homeless. Yes, yes. <laughs> it is a relationship to avoid being homeless. So basically, it's when someone is using you for your living space. Okay. Doing this pandemic and right now with the economy being how it is with people losing their jobs some people are losing their homes and losing their place to stay so right now we have to take all of this serious and really look at what people's intentions are so you won't get caught up in being one of the people used for their living space so Right now, during the pandemic, and even after the pandemic, you're going to have a lot of people that are just being special and doing things. So just be careful out there, whatever you're doing. So how do you spot a hobosexual? Number one, they are always in between. So when I say in between, that means they're in between jobs, in between cars, in between relationships. So basically, they have no stability. They're always looking for a job or they can't keep a job. Sometimes they've lost their car or they never had a car. Also, um, you find some that are 
go from one relationship to the next. So they're always in relationships. They are never single. And some of them have rooms in a friend's house or a room in their family house, or they just live at home. So some either live with different women or they live with different friends and family. So they do couch surfing where they go from couch to couch because they don't have anywhere to live. So that's one way to know if they're a hobosexual, if they're in between all the time. Another way to tell if a person is a hobosexual is if they move too fast in the relationship. If you start a relationship and someone's already talking about marriage and you don't know them, that is a red flag. A lot of times they're too good to be true and they are super charming. And also, whenever someone wants to start a family or wants to sleep with you too soon, then that's a red flag because some people out here are just trying to get pregnant to make sure that you are stuck. So they can get money from you. So you have to be careful in that. So the third way to figure out if someone is a hobosexual is if they want to move in or stay over your house. So this is where it gets tricky. (laughs) Okay, sometimes you have people that come over your house and they never leave or they never want to leave. Or you have to almost practically make them leave. That is signs of a hobosexual. Also, if they keep leaving things at your house, they're gradually, it's like they're gradually moving in. Every time they come over, they leave something. That's another sign. If they get upset, if when they ask you to come over and you say no, if they get upset, then that is a sign that they are might be a hobosexual. In addition, if they come to you with the story of they need to get on their feet and they need help, if you choose to help someone and if they move in or stay over for a couple of days, you need to make sure that you sit set up living terms. And what I mean about living terms is you need to be clear and if possible, put it in writing. Be clear of how long they're going to sleep over or stay at your house. This is crucial. Also, if you live in um, an apartment, because most apartments don't allow you to have someone staying over your house if they are not on the lease. And the reason for that is sometimes if people stay, according to the state you stay in, if someone stays over your house for a certain amount of time, they have to be evicted to be able for you to kick them out. So that's also why you have to be careful about allowing people to stay over your house for long periods of time. Also, you need to find out before they move in, before they stay over, if 
they just moved into town. Did they just move into town, into your area? And then they're up here crashing with you because they need a place to stay. They don't have nowhere to stay. So these are things that you need to know before you allow someone to come over your house to make sure they aren't a hobosexual. Also, you have to be careful if you're in a common law state. So in common law states, um, if the person that you're living with gets male at your house, it makes it harder for you to just kick them out. Sometimes you actually have to evict them. Also, if you are staying with your boyfriend and you all have agreement, please don't go around saying that you're married when you're not because that it that starts qualifying you as married, common law marriage, okay? And so... You can go around saying you're married, but when there's a point where you want to break up and he doesn't want to leave, then basically you will have to evict him. And one key thing also that a lot of people do not know, if you are not married and you're living with someone and you all decide to do your taxes together and you decide to check off married with both of your names on that tax return, according to IRS law, you are married. And if you all decide to break up, you actually have to go down to the courthouse and get a divorce as if you were officially married. So be careful um, when you're around playing husband and wife when you're really not married because there's laws that could actually hurt you instead of help you when it's time for you all to break up. So that's the third way you can tell if someone's a homosexual if they want to move in or stay over your house. Now the fourth way you can tell if someone is a homosexual or if you're in a homosexual relationship is when you have to adjust your life to accommodate them and it does not benefit you. So basically, it's when that person becomes a liability to you instead of an asset. Remember, when someone is a homosexual, they do not have a job, they do not have a place to stay, and they usually don't have a car. So they are living off of you. So when you're at work, they're at your house running up your bills. So now you not only have to pay for your expenses, you have to pay for their expenses too. Therefore, that causes your lifestyle to change. That causes you to have more bills. That causes some people to have to actually downgrade in order to be able to pay for all these new bills. The fifth way you can tell if someone's a homosexual is if they have a storage locker and they have no apartment. The sixth way you can tell if someone's a homosexual is if they are emotionally and financially abusive. When I say that, I mean, when they try to downgrade you, they try to make you feel insecure, make you feel less than, 
So therefore, they can manipulate you and play games with your mind. So therefore, they can continue to stay at your home. Also, there's financial abuse when they continue to make promises to you like, oh, I'm going to get this month, this money is coming in, I'm going to pay you, I'm going to help you with rent. Or if they're pretending like they're going to find a job and they're not looking for a job and they keep on running up your bills, they keep on getting money from you, or some women allow them to drive their cars. So you have to pay for gas, you have to pay for maintenance for your car, and they're not helping out with that. So some guys actually are not only using your place as somewhere to stay, but they'll emotionally and financially abuse you in order to get what they need from you. A seventh way that you know if someone's a hobosexual is if your friends and family tell you that this person is using you. Usually your family and friends can tell if someone is no good. So I need you to stop distancing yourself when you get in a relationship. You need to bring the person that you are in a relationship around your friends and around your families so they know who you're dating and they can tell you if this person is no good or if if there's something wrong with them. Also, I want people to stop encouraging your family and friends to be in a relationship with someone that you don't know. Just because someone looks good on the outside doesn't mean they're a good person inwardly. Doesn't mean their spirit is right. Don't mean they're mentally all there just because someone looks good on the outside. The eighth way to tell if someone's a hobosexual is if they lie all the time, all the time. And the reason why they have to lie all the time, because that is the only way to stay at your place. That is the only way they can manipulate you. They're always lying about what's going on in their life. They might not tell you the truth about their job searching. They might not tell you the truth while they're actually there at your place. They might not tell you the truth about the fact that they might be, instead of looking for a job all day, they might actually be on social media getting in relationships with other people because as soon as they drain you out of your money, they're going to move to the next woman, the next person that they actually can um, manipulate. They're move. They're going to move on to their next victim when you get tired of them. Also, they lie about being in love with you. They will say whatever they need to stay say to stay at your place. Those are some ways you can spot a hobosexual. The key thing is they are looking for food, shelter, and water. They usually have no stability in life. Whenever 
And this is for all relationships. Whenever you have to question yourself in your relationship or your spirit doesn't feel right about someone, please leave. There are too many people in this world to be wasting your time and energy on a person that does not benefit you. I have two questions. Do you think feminism taught women to take care of a man? Do you think more women are taking care of men now because some women are making more than men? Women, please understand, a grown man will never ask you for money. Only boys do that. A grown man would rather work two or three jobs than to ask you for money. That is how you can decipher a boy from a man. Remember, remember, there are homeless shelters out there. I understand that we, most people, a lot of people have big hearts, but at the same time, you have to realize that you have to protect yourself. And there are homeless shelters out there to help people. That's how you can help someone is to find them a homeless shelter and give them the name and the address of that shelter. So now you know what a hobosexual is, class is dismissed. This is See the Light of Day podcast. I am Andrea Lachey. Remember to love God, love yourself, and love others. Peace and love.